A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Monday, everyone. Welcome to Kwentuang Filipina, a podcast and community that aims to be a safe space for us to converse with different Filipinos around the globe for their inspiring kwentos. I am your Sunshine Cleo, the founder of Hiraya Filipina and your host here at Kwentuang Filipina. For today's episode, we have Jean Marie Saradia, a student at the University of San Jose Recoletos, a podcaster, you should check her podcast out, a content creator, student leader, and creative writer. I personally first discovered her on TikTok where she creates content that revolves around relationships, labels, heartbreaks, you name it. <laughs> and now I'm so happy to have her on the podcast. So welcome to Kwentuang Filipina, Jean. Thank you, Cleo. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is such an honor. Oh my God. I am so thrilled to be here. Hey, okay. So, Jean, we usually start our podcast episodes with a little with a little icebreaker. So, today we are going to play Would You Rather Do This or That? All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, so first, would you rather go back in time to warn yourself or fly to the future to see it? You can um, feel free to expound if you want as well. Would you rather? I think I would rather go back to the past and warn myself because I have made so many mistakes. Oh my goodness. Sometimes these mistakes are even, you know, dumb to begin with. Like it can be avoided, but I chose not to. So I need someone who would tell me, oh my God, no, don't do that because this will happen. And, you know, I, I just don't like the idea of thinking so much ahead of time because it gives me anxiety so I would rather just you know go back in the past and tell myself oh my god don't do this so this won't happen so yeah okay got it so you're more of an um punta tayo past cases of future because uh, um at least the past if we are able to change it then our present will change for some reason yeah but hey, I, I don't really like I, I don't necessarily want to change anything about my past because it made me like who I am today. But you know, if I were to choose, I was given a situation. So I would rather go back to the past than go okay. to the future. So yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, next one, Jean. Would you rather oh if this is this one is very I know. Chill. Chill or chill? <laughs> would you rather be alone after a breakup or be with your friends? Honestly, I think I'd rather be alone mm-hmm. when I'm, um, you know, because there are times where I just don't want to be asked questions. Okay. Like, you know, when you're when you're in a breakup and then somebody bombards you about what happened, like what happened, tell us what happened. It, it's just so stressful because you don't want to talk yet because, you know, you're still, you know, trying to process things and 
if you talk about it agad-agad, it's like for me, parang, I think it's it's going to be so much rooted on hatred. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when something hap- like when something bad happens to us, parang yung nasa head natin, puro negative na lang. And I don't want that to happen because, you know, I, I'd like to give the other person the benefit of the doubt because, you know, mm-hmm. trying to process things. And I can't process things when I'm around people. So I would rather be alone. So that's it. Okay, got it. And last one, Jean, for our little icebreaker, would you rather drunk text an ex or post something embarrassing online? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Your reaction. <laughs> drunk text or... <laughs> I, I don't think I did that, like, anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, want, like, first of all, I don't want to embarrass people online. You know, even if it's my ex, even if they did so much, like so many bad things to me, I would rather just keep silent about it and, you know, keep it to myself. Well, I'm going to share it to my friends, but, you know, I'm not going to announce it to the whole world. Mm-hmm. And I have not drunk text an ex because I have this rule to myself that, you know, it's something that you shouldn't do. It, it I'm not sure if you agree with me on this, but I find it a bit like parang nantaw dito. Like, parang wala akong respect sa sarili ko. Okay. I get it. But that's just me, okay? That's just me. I know a lot of people who do that and, you know, I understand why they're doing that. But to me, I would rather not do that. So that's it. I won't choose. So I'm in the middle. I don't know. Um, it is, is that even allowed? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine if you, because both, I mean, both options, naman are kind of like embarrassing to do. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. Tapos na tayo sa ating little icebreaker. Now I want to dive deeper, Jean, into labels and boundaries because those topics are. Um, the two main topics that you usually talk about in your content. I actually just recently finished listening to your episode about labels. I think it's your most recent episode that you just uploaded yeah. earlier. <laughs> I love it. it. I learned a lot. That made me more excited earlier to have you in the podcast and to have this conversation. <laughs> since I've already learned about the importance of labels and boundaries from your recent episode. I want to ask you, what moments in your life, you can be as specific as you want, um, that made you realize that labels and boundaries are important? Hmm. I I think I'm going to start with labels. There was, I mean, there's this one time, no, not one time, it happened last year, right? I was going through a healing journey because I was diagnosed with clinical depression and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was I realized the importance of labeling my own emotions for me to understand myself, for me to understand the situation that I'm in. I need to understand what, what is rooting from it. What are the emotions that comprise with you know, what is happening to me? Am I sad? Am I angry? Am I happy? I need to know. Like, for example, there are there are times where we're just confused about what we're feeling. Are we sad? Are we angry? Are we, are we afraid? Any emotion, it's all mixed up. But once you label your emotions, once you kind of like list down the things that you feel right now and get organized, 
Mm-hmm. That's how you really understand yourself. That's how you understand the situation. That's how you understand why you're acting this way. Why is it that you feel so overwhelmed and stuff like that? So that's that's the beginning of when I realized that labeling my emotions is important. Mm-hmm. Then I realized I can also kind of like incorporate that with a lot of things. Like for example, relationships. Yeah. Like, yes. Diba? Kasi there are times din na parang hindi natin alam kung saan tayo lulugar sa, you know, sa life ng isang tao. Kasi we, we forget to put a label on it. Yeah. And also, we have nothing, like, we have no one to blame kasi hindi din natin inask na what are we? Yeah. Are we, are we, you know, are we friends? Are we, you know, dating or etc.? And we're usually shy to ask that. Exactly, exactly. And that's kind of like the beginning of me trying to understand labels. Because at first, I thought labels were just, you know, for romantic relationships. You need to put a label when you're in love and etc. But then I realized, no, it's not like that. It's, it's, you know, everything has a label. Friendship is a label. Queer platonic friends, I mean, relationships is a label. Eating is a label in a relationship is a label. So you have to distinguish which one is which. And so I realized the importance of that when it comes to setting boundaries. Kasi pag alam mo na yung label mo, alam mo kung anong, you know, ginagawa. For example, your friends. So what do friends do? Friends, um, do friends kiss each other? No, friends don't kiss each other. Diba? So if, if the... If the other person says that we're friends, so we're not supposed to kiss because we're friends. Excuse me. And this is me parang setting boundaries for myself. We shouldn't cross this because you said we're friends. If you want to date me, you tell me ahead. So that parang, it's also a way for me to not assume. Because not putting a label, you know, it, it's kind of like the root then kung bakit ang daming nag-a-assume sa world. Because mm-hmm. I've also been there na parang, mm-hmm. you know, I had a friend who did a lot of sweet things to me. Tapos para sa akin, oh my God, we're dating already because we're flirting and etc. And then sabihin lang sa akin, I only think of you as a friend. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness, right? So that's why, from the very beginning, dapat klinaro na sinabi na lang na friends tayo para masabi ko naman, oh my God, why are we doing this? We're supposed to be just friends. Are you trying to court me? Are you trying to flirt with me? Are you trying to date me? So we have a leverage to ask them, what are we? Why are we doing this? So yun, that's how I realized that labeling is, you know, important when it comes to creating boundaries with everyone around us. Mm. Related sila sa isa't isa, no? Yung labels and boundaries. But uh, for some reason, I don't know if it's only in the Philippines, but we're putting so much pressure in labels. That's so, true. Ang daming takot. There are so many people who are scared to ask for a label. And that is true. How do you do that? How did you feel comfortable enforcing labels or not enforcing, or like asking for a label and setting boundaries with the people in your life? Well, it's also like the reason why I am comfortable with it now is because before, like 
you know, a month, like a couple of months back or years back even, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to, you know, create boundaries for myself. But then I try to kind of like blame the other person, but it's also my personal responsibility to kind of like ask them, right? I, I think uh, the reason why we put so much pressure on labels is because we don't understand labels. Mm. We th- again, I, I think I mentioned this earlier that we think that labels are only for romantic relationships. But, you know, friendship is a label. Like acquaintances is a label. And people don't know that. People don't understand that. That's why it's so hard for them to kind of like create boundaries. It's because they think they can just transition from being strangers to lovers again. Yeah. And I think it's sad because I was there too. Oh my goodness. Um, it, you know, like it's part of the reason why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. The reason why I try to educate people, it's because I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I've been in a situation where it was hard for me to create boundaries with people because I didn't understand a thing about labels. But now that I understand labels and I know that I am not someone that is supposed to be disrespected, someone who should be, you know, treated as if it's okay to just jump into my life without telling me ahead. Mm. That's kind of like one of my advocacies to try to tell people that labels are important. Because people... I use okay, not to be a hypocrite, okay? It's it's this is um free to share it. This is a safe space. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Before I was one of those people who said that labels aren't important. Oh my god, same. <laughs> divan, divan. Like labels aren't important. Why do we need it? Ganon, ganon. That's the reason why palagi tayong umaasa. Because divan, like the moment I understood that um, labels are important, it was also the moment where I realized that it's partly my fault that mm-hmm. umasa ako. Okay. Kasi nga, parang hindi ko plinaro agad. Like, I should have asked them the moment they tried to flirt with me na ano ba tayo? Why are we doing this? Kasi diba, sometimes we just wait for it to happen. We just wait for the other person to ask us, oh, what are we? Ganon. And it's sad kasi as a woman, parang discriminate din kapag yung girl yung nag-first move. That's why I have a lot of contents relating to first moves. Yes! Diba? So yeah, that's, that's, um, after after you know after learning everything about labels after trying to regain my confidence with myself i started to create boundaries and it was so easy for me because i know that i do not deserve half assed you know treatment i i don't deserve to be kept like questioning mm-hmm. if you like me tell me if I like you, I will tell you. So that's that's how I gained my confidence. Because, you know, some, some men also are so afraid of, you know, asking for a label. And it's not just women, honestly. It's not just women. I have met a lot of friends who have struggles with it. That's why I'm advocating for it. That's why I'm trying to, you know, keep repeating it on my platform and now on my podcast. That's it. 
This podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Pilipina, a Filipino-owned advocacy brand. Hiraya Pilipina is your go-to lifestyle brand for empowering statement tees, totes, and ibaka masks that will motivate and inspire you to become empowered so you too can empower others. Check this brand out on Instagram at Hiraya Pilipina and order their beautiful statement tees such as I am the CEO of my life, every day I show up as my highest self, and their newest limited edition collection, I am inspired by others to inspire others. Order now on Shopee Hiraya Pilipina or head over to their website wherehirayapilipina.com. All the links will be in the description down below. I love so now you feel comfortable asking for a label because it's how you protect yourself and honestly it's also how you protect the relationship itself for some reason yeah but I want to talk about labels more because we discussed it a lot we mentioned the word a lot just in the first few minutes of this recording of this conversation so what are what are what are labels, and can you name a few that you know a lot of people are confused about? Yeah, sure. Labels for me, ha, for me, labels are my way of determining again where I am in a person's life. So yes. it's kind of like a tool again, a tool for me to set boundaries or set a certain line where people shouldn't cross. Like, for example, what are what are the labels that I know? These are the labels that I know. There's friends. Mm-hmm. Friends, like, friends are platonic by nature. So it's it's not romantic. It's not familial, and et cetera. Friends are friends. Friends are those we go to when we need companionship, and et cetera. Now, there's also this thing we call dating. When we date people, well, we're getting to know them. We go on dates. We we act as if we're trying to get to know them to see if they're a prospect for a future relationship. Because this is the thing. I think people confuse dating and being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, oh, I, actually, na parang kapag nag-date kayo, akala mo na, na parang you have the right to do exclusive relationship stuff with the other person. Exactly. Yes, I see that a lot as well, especially in the Filipino culture. Right, right? Because we confuse dating and in a relationship. I was also there when I thought that dating is equal to in a relationship. When the person says we're dating, it means that they're in a relationship. No, oh my God, I was so wrong about that. Dating and being in a relationship is different. Dating is a bit non-committed because, you know, you're still trying to see if that person is fit for you, if you have the same values, if you have the same, you know, hobbies, whatever. I'm not going to say that you should be the same, but, you know, if that, you know, if you realize that it's something that you can compromise, if it's something that, you know, parang okay sa'yo, like it works for you, then okay, you can proceed to being in a relationship. So dating is like a stepping stone towards being in a relationship. Yeah, yeah so... You're compatible with each other. Yes, exactly. But just a quick question about dating because it's also not very familiar with the Filipino culture. Mas uso or mas familiar yung porting or ligaw. What's your take on that? And what's the difference? 
between courting and dating? I, I'm not really a fan of courting. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a bit similar in some ways. Because when you're courting and when you're dating, you go on dates. Mm. You go on dates to get to know each other. But here's the thing. In courting, it's kind of like, you know, no, normalized here in the Philippines that men are the ones who court a woman. Yeah. So it's mostly the man, the man's effort. Tapos ang women, parang, you know, chill lang, ganon. I don't like that. I don't like that. We have, for me to get to know you and for you to get to know me, mm-hmm. we have to work hand in hand. I have to reciprocate the same energy, the same, you know, feelings, etc. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really a fan of courting. But yeah, it, you can incorporate courting with dating, but it's really different. Kasi again, when you're courting somebody, parang mas may ano, may parang antagbito. Yung lalaki. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so it does not go both ways. We have friendships. We have dating now. Do you have other labels you want to mention? I think it's great. Actually, here, here relationship. Uh, the one that you mentioned in your recent episode. Yeah, it's queer platonic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually new to me as well. Because I was... More about it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Before I knew it, there, um, I, I think I was in a conversation with my boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about our, you know, past relationships. Because I opened up to him that I was working on this new podcast, which was about labels. And then he said that he's not really a fan of labels. Because there's this one label, I mean, there's this one gray area where he cannot, you know, he cannot understand. Okay. Like, parang the gray area that he was trying to say was the gray area between friendship and dating. Because there's this space in between that that is, you know, parang. Okay, we're friends, but we hold hands, we kiss, we do what lovers do, but we're still friends. Mm-hmm. But we can't incorporate it with friends with benefits because friends with benefits is different. Why so what I is that? Say, oh my god. <laughs> right, <laughs> diba? So we we don't understand. It's not dating, it's not friend I mean it's friendship, but it's more than friendship, but it's not dating. Diba? That gray area right there. So I was like, Oh my God! Um, isn't that dating? No, it's different than dating. It's not dating. Because parang walang sexual attraction. Ganon. You just want to be that person with that person. You are, you know, you feel some sort of intimacy with them, but it's not really as romantic as what happens in dating. So I was like, Oh my God! I'm so confused. What is that? You know what? I have to research on it. I have to look for a label because you know. The first thing to understanding that gray area is to put a label on it. And, diba? Pag walang label dun, parang, it's hard for you to understand talaga na it, it exists. But then, when I when I was searching on it, like, I was, I was really trying to look for, you know, labels to kind of, like, describe that. Mm-hmm. Tapos, lumabas yung queer platonic relationship. So, I was like, oh my god, this is so new. What is this? Yeah. So, yun, nag-read ako siguro mga four articles before I, like, I can grasp but ito talaga. So, it's the gray area between friendship and dating. Mm. So, it's, it's, 
it's really hard and this is actually one of my projects now i would try to make a podcast about it explaining more about it because sometimes i get so confused again but if i were to describe it it's um it's kind of like the thing where there are boundary less i mean boundary less friendships kasi diba pag friends kayo you don't really hold hands you don't kiss you don't you know do stuff but in this boundary list i mean boundary less friendships it's platonic it's still friends you're still friends but you do things that you know people who are dating do but you're still friends there's no sexual attraction there's no you know going out on dates there's no ganon so parang it's just chill we're just you know trying to figure things out but hey these queer platonic relationships can still progress the dating these queer platonic relationships can still progress to you know marriage or being in a relationship and it's mostly associated with people who are asexual and aromantic mm-hmm. so it's it's you know part of the queer spectrum but you know even even you know heterosexuals can still experience that and it's kind of like like for me along it's kind of like dangerous when that happen like you have a queer platonic relationship when you're already in a relationship that said that will be you know parang it's bound to cheating emotionally cheating and i also kind of like advocate about it that people don't understand that it exists so yon wow we are always learning a new term every day <laughs> and i'm sure our listeners right now kasi ako nung una ko siyang narinig kanina Queer really, oh, I was like, queer relationship, queer, what's the term? Queer, it's queer, 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 queer platonic. Queer platonic relationship. Yes. So new, and that, it's such a breath of fresh air to learn about that. Because I feel like, baka some iba nating listeners, marami sa kanila na, huh, okay, so that's the label. <laughs> Right? Right? So my label din dyan. Oh my goodness. I love, I actually love putting labels actually as well. Not only on romantic relationships, but also on emotions or on situations. Because I learned this on philosophy, I think, um, last senior high school, how important it is. Because once we put a label, that's the only thing na ma-understand natin or mag-grasp natin the situation itself. Because exactly. it, it's just a, a huge question mark. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, now, Jean, um, it's great to talk about labels, but now we are going to dive deeper into dealing with breakups. Ooh, okay. okay. So, cool. um, I want to ask you first, because as I said, I discovered you on TikTok and I loved your content immediately. But why did you decide to tackle topics on relationships online? Well, I've always been the type of person who people run to for advice. Okay, so so you friend. <laughs> yes, like from my circle lang, like if they need advice on something, they come to me and ask me, Ate Jean, what should we do about this? This happened to me, ganon, ganon. And actually, I've been able to help a lot of my peers already. But I was thinking, what if I could help other people too? Yeah. Just, you know, right? Like, I, I didn't start 
the contents that I do online for, you know, for myself, for fame. No, I would, I started that to kind of like help people because that's kind of like, you know, I think that's my purpose in life to help people in ways that I can. And one thing that I'm good at is, you know, trying to understand people, trying to give them advices when they need it because you know i won't give unsolicited advice sometimes i do and it's something that i need to learn to just you know zip my mouth and just listen but you know i have heard that give good advices so i was like why not you know try to expand my helping hand to other people and then i started it and then it kind of blew up which was i would i didn't really expect it honestly i didn't but, you know, also the reason why I started it is because I'm in a very healthy relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good. And I just want to, you know, extend that goodness to everybody. Like, I want everybody to experience what I'm experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to help them um, try to make their relationship a little bit healthier if it's getting toxic because you know i have been in toxic relationships too i have gone through all that before before i had this relationship that i have right now i have been so many toxic relationships sometimes i was the toxic one sometimes it was other people but you know it always goes you know both ways but right now that i'm in a very healthy relationship i realized that not everybody experiencing this and it's sad Mm. so it's supposed to be ideal in a way i'm not gonna idealize so much my relationship because you know we still have flaws we still have a lot of things to learn but we're learning and that's very important we learn every day what we don't like what we like Mm -hmm. and i just want to extend that that's why i do the content online so yeah hi this is Sanaya, and I'm a well-being junkie. It's true, I admit it. I love everything to do with mind, body, and energy, and I'm constantly on a journey of learning, exploration, and self-discovery. So I created a podcast to talk to experts, influencers, and thought leaders to be inspired by new ideas. So join me on the Project Loving Myself podcast, because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship you have with yourself. You are loved. First of all, the relationship that you have right now, the healthy relationship that you have right now, I think you deserve it. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I think I deserve it too. <laughs> yes, and the number two, I think that is the beauty of content creation. Do you agree with me on that? Na parang you are only talking about you get to talk about your experiences. You get to talk about anything that's in your mind. And once you share it to other people, you're, you're just going to be surprised how much other people can resonate with it. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just glad that I'm able to help people, really. And it's so nice, honestly. Like, he, like listen, I mean reading the comments that I've helped their relationship in any way. Oh my God, this is why I do what I do. So it just makes me happy as well because, you know, I've been helping other people build healthier relationships. It makes you feel like it is your purpose as well. 
Exactly. And uh, is it related to your program, the program that you're taking right now in college? Yeah, I'm actually a BA communication student. That's why I advocate for communication, That's healthy nice. communication, and etc. So yeah. Is but you know, we don't usually talk that much about love in my degree program. But you know, you get the gist. It's communication. It's how to communicate with other people. So yun. Okay. So Jean, right now, since we we already learned why you do what you do. And you also shared a bit of your experience about heartbreaks and relationships in your content. May I know, may our listeners know, what is Jean Marie's ultimate guide to moving on? (laughs) My ultimate guide. You know what? There's a lot of steps that I see. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, help that I see online and etc. about trying to move on and etc. But I think the most important thing about trying to move on is self-work. Mm. You will never ever really move on if you don't try to kind of like find it in you to move on. So sometimes when we're, you know, after a breakup, it's just so sad. We just don't want to eat. We don't want to do anything. We just want to be sad all day. But what are you going to do afterwards? Like, are you going to be sad all the time? Because I see a lot of people who are, you know, struggling with moving on. And it's really sad because I've been there too. Parang naiiyak ako minsan when hearing their stories about not being able to move on. But, you know, it's... I think the ultimate guide to moving on is to do what's best for you. You have to really think about, you know your own good like what would do you good what would what should you do for you to feel better because you can't expect anybody to heal you you can't expect somebody to help you move on because i i see a lot of people that after a breakup parang naghahanap din sila naghahanap sila ng iba to just you know get yes exactly tapos what you're doing is you're not really trying to move on you're trying to run away from the feeling of trying to move on and it's sad but mo ginagawa yun nakakahurt ka lang ng iba and i have been there too i have hurt a lot of people because you know i thought that moving on part of moving on was finding someone better and it's sad <laughs> Um, can I say that I've also been there too? Right. That's why I'm also so excited to talk about this on the podcast. I mean, we haven't talked about this specific topic yet, like with, with any other guest. But it's also really, I think it's also about your own process. Like there's no specific guide or there's exactly. no specific like, step-by-step process but if you say if crying it all out is best for you then do that but what are you going to do afterwards yes exactly exactly so i i again i've been there also that's part of the reason why i actually had a lot of mental breakdowns. I mean, not not necessarily mental breakdowns, but you know, I was at a very depressive state mm-hmm. because Okay, just a quick story. Go. Last year, um, somebody broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was around January. 
And then after that, he really broke my heart. Like, I mean, he was so good. The reason why he broke my heart was that was because he was so good to me. Like, grabe. He was so good to me. And then we just stopped it abruptly. Like, parang, oh my God. Parang, diba, slow muna. Walang preno. Ganon. Like, he was so good to me. He treated me well. And and that's what the sad part it is. Because I didn't know what went wrong. Instead of trying to figure out what went wrong, instead of trying to, you know, process my emotions for who knows how long, I tried to seek for other people. I was trying to seek for a copy of him. Then, here's what I realized. I didn't realize that I was looking for a copy of him. Me, at that time, I thought that I was doing it for myself. I was doing it so I can move on. So I looked for other people. I tried online dating. I tried all sorts of things, honestly. And then I realized, you know, I keep hurting people because of the thought that maybe I'll find someone who's better than him. I say, again, he treated me good. He treated me really well. And it was just sad that we had to end it. And then his reason pa was, oh my God, I'm not sure if I'm going to share this, but I think I should. It was along the lines of, parang madali lang siyang magsawa. So yun, it was so sad for me. So yun, parang my self-esteem was so down. My self-esteem was so down because I thought that I wasn't enough. I thought that I wasn't enough. So a lot of thoughts was in my head. I was so insecure. So I had to find a way for me to not be insecure. So what I did dated a couple of guys who wanted me. I needed someone who wanted me. So I looked for those types of, you know, people. And I was okay for a while. For a while. But then I realized, no, this is what this isn't what I want. This isn't what I want. So, you know, I stopped dating for a while and then I dated again. And then I get rejected again. So last year I got rejected at least four times. So sad. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot. But, you know, the root cause of it was only because of that one guy. Because Mm -hmm. I kept looking for another version of him. So it wasn't really me trying to move on. It was me trying to run away from moving on from that one guy. So it was so sad. So parang, the more you try to run from your feelings, the more it will haunt you. So by the time I had enough of guys rejecting me, that was around October, I really asked for help. And then I did self-work. I tried to regain my confidence by not looking for it from other people. Because that's what I did. Because, eh. like, parang, oh my God, he didn't want me. So I need to find somebody who wants me. That's what my thinking was. But then I realized, I could want me, but why don't I like me? Mm-hmm. Diba? Like, how can I be liked if I don't even like myself? Ooh, that's deep. I mean, I think that's where the code, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like, you, you don't even like yourself. And I think we've all been there. I mean, how can we find someone who likes us? It's so hard. Exactly. I think that's where self-work comes in worth saying so um right now jean you are in a healthy relationship which you deserve and you have overcome 
all the struggles that you've experienced in the past, which we're so proud of. And now you are using all those pain to a powerful advocacy on the internet. So, Jean, what do you want to tell our listeners right now who may be struggling with relationships that you wish someone has told you before? I have a lot of things I would like to tell myself. But here's one thing. Don't forget yourself. Mm. Never forget yourself. Never forget what makes you happy. Never forget what's best for you. Because yeah. when we say never forget what makes you happy, parang it's, it's kind of like, Saying na parang, just do everything that makes you happy. No, sometimes, um, you know, self-work is also putting yourself in a uncomfortable position for you to heal, for you to, you know, be better yourself. And also, this is one thing that I learned. If you want a good person, if you want to be with a person who will value you, you have to value yourself. If you want somebody to respect you, you have to respect yourself. If you want somebody to, you know, parang be confident about your relationship, you have to be confident about your relationship too. Okay. Parang it has to go both ways talaga. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it's going to be, you know, equal because there's no such thing as equal when it comes to relationships. That's, that's what I think. Okay. There's always going to be someone who loves the other person more. But you know what? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Love is love. No matter what you give. It's just that do not, you know, you do not allow yourself to be disrespected because that's the number one, I know, like non-negotiable. I agree. So if somebody disrespects you, girl, boy, that's not the one for you. Honestly, you'll find someone who respects you, who respects your decision, who respects you as a person. So before that, before that happens, before you find that person, you have to respect yourself first. I remember the quote saying, what you're trying to look for a person, be the person who you are looking for. Exactly. That's it. Oh my God. That I think what stayed with me, Jean, from our Quintuan, from the whole duration of our Quintuan, what stayed with me is the last thing that you said to do what's best for you. And sometimes what's best for you may not be the one that makes you the happiest. But I think happiness, happiness will come if you put in the work on yourself and on the relationships that you have, it will surely come. I mean, diba? Parang impossible naman na ginawa mo na lahat and kung hindi mo man matagpuan yun sa tao na nasa relationship with ka ngayon, well, you will find it. I'm sure you will find exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And um, for our listeners, um, how about you? What stayed with you? So don't forget to share the podcast to your Instagram stories and tag us at Quintuang Pilipina and at Jean Marie Saranya. So Jean, um, if they wish to hear and see more of this, where can we follow you? Where can we find you? 
Yeah, hi everyone. If you're listening to this right now, I have a Facebook page. It's Hi Jean Marie. I'm also on Spotify. It's Hi Jean Marie. And you can also follow me on TikTok. It's at Jean Marie Sarana. So yeah. I'm also on Instagram, by the way. It's also at Jean Marie Sarana. Okay. And to our listeners, please join us in our Facebook group as well, Kwentuhang Filipina Community. At gawin natin ituloy ibang kwentuhan. So once again, it is Kwentuang Filipina Community on Facebook. And this has been your Sunshine Cleo. This has been Jean Marie right there. <laughs> and we will be back for more Kwentuhan next Monday. Thank you for tuning in. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>